Welcome to the Sacred Seven Podcast, a place where we explore self-identity, relational spirituality, and emotional intelligence. This is a place where we transform culture through story and through interaction. Thank you for tuning in, and I hope that you feel the value of remembering the process of your own self-identity and who you really are. So uh, we came back now and, you know, thought we'd jump on here and just share a little bit about the relationship to Grandfather North. This is the process of relating to the elements. So I'll go ahead and put some cedar down here for us. Actually, it's some sage this morning. Monica has a really nice smudge blend here for all of us. Some sage and some lavender, I think sage, you put together. Sage, lavender, uh, rose hips, fennel. Oh, nice. Wow, all that? Chamomile. Oh, I didn't know it was all that. Yeah. Yeah, so this is a blend here. And if you're interested in a blend, you know, please reach out to us. And Monica does some pretty amazing blends that we could put together for you. And yeah, we can do it at a pretty reasonable rate, I would imagine. And yeah, make something it's nice, nice to do that, you know, just for whatever you're feeling that you that you need it for, because you can specify the herbs, but all also for different holidays. There's different traditions that that you can use blends for. Mm -hmm. So I this really is like fennel that. in it, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I can smell something different. Mm -hmm. And rose hips. Yeah, rose hips. Wow. And chamomile. Lavender, sage. Mm. All right, well, let's put it down and see what happens here. So I'll go ahead and pray us in and rest into the space this morning. So give thanks we're here and uh, doing our best to be a part and fulfill our commitment to the community. Oh, this is what we're working with. So Father, Mother, Creator, God, we thank you for this opportunity to be in this prayer place that was founded before the creation of time. We thank you for the above place, the below place, the inside place, the east, the south, the west, the north. And all the holy ones that are there, the Gan, the Kachina, the Yebuche, the holy angel light beings of this land, the land of the Akma Atom, and all the lands of the people that are tuning in here on Facebook, tuning into our community and tuning into our podcast. We give thanks to you uh, for being a part of this uh, spiritual community, Creator, uh, and we bless this space here. So beauty above, beauty below, beauty beside, beauty in front, beauty behind, beauty within. I am, we are made beautiful again. Dogate Andrea Kerinishe, Adonna E Nishinigi E Inde Nishe, Irish Bashachin, Inde Dashache, German Dashanali, A Quote Go E Tishli, E Portland Organ Inisha, Shema E Kathy Lindsay Woye, Shazai Del Ecker Wole. So I am Andrew Ecker, my mother Kathy Lindsay, my father Del Ecker, my mother's mother Elba Gallegos, my father's mother Evelyn Beatty, my mother's father Leroy Lindsay, and my father's father Wayne Ecker. I have a daughter Bailey, a son Peyton, a beautiful beloved fiance Monica. I was incarnated into this body in the land of the Multnomah, the Clackamas, the Willamette in Portland, Oregon. Although I reside here in the land of the Akma Atom, the Peeposh, the Maricopa, the Inde people here in Phoenix, Arizona. And I'm grateful to be here with all my relatives uh, here from the many different walks of life that tune into the Sacred Seven and tune into this uh, ministry. Optimal living, relational spirituality, self-identity, and emotional intelligence. So I'll go ahead and hand our turkey feather here over to Monica, and uh, she can introduce herself. I'm Monica. My mother's name is Catherine. My father, Monty. My mother's mother, Leah. My father's mother, Josephine. My mother's father, Ray. My father's father, Frank. I have three children, Caitlin, Brennan, and Tyler, and a beloved. <laughs> a beloved. <laughs> 
Oh, that's nice. Thank you. Well, we had a really great um, couple days there. We took off and went up to Sedona, and yeah, it was really awesome. We, we did an amazing hike. Yeah, it was so much fun. We did the Devil's Bridge hike, and we rented a hotel room with a big jacuzzi tub and played Deep in the bubble bath. And yeah, it was it was really a nice experience for a couple days there. And it was beautiful to be able to share that intimate space with Monica and celebrate her birthday. So, uh, yeah, it's her birthday week and, you know, it's a really good time to be able to connect. And with things the way they are with the pandemic and everything, it's, you know, challenging to really set aside the time uh, to celebrate the way that we normally do. Uh, in our relationship, birthdays have been big experiences. Usually, uh, often have a gathering, which will have somewhere between 50 and 100 people coming through, and um, drum circle, and sound healing, and various artists in the community coming out and participating, and offering their offerings, and lots of good food, and it's just really not, not really set up that way this year. So we did a more private, one-on-one -on -one type of thing. And it was still amazing. It was beautiful. Yeah, it was amazing. So um, this week we're discussing, you know, the space of our relationship to the elements. And I feel like that's a big theme for you as well in your birthday week because uh, we have spent so much time together in the elements, in nature, in the national forest and traveling and doing our best to really be in relationship with the animals, with the air, with the water, with the fire, the earth, and how that relates to us in recovery, how that relates to us in, you know, navigating uh, the traumas of our lives. You know, both me and Monica are suicide survivors and, you know, together have probably about, I would say, 50 years, maybe close to it. of 45 years. 45 Wait, years of... Uh, at 22? Yeah, I'm at... 20 coming up on 23 now and how many years have you been since uh your experience with intravenous drugs um june will be 23 years 23 years yeah so it's almost 45 years i guess something like that of uh being free from substance abuse and intravenous drug use so we have this idea of a practice in our lives that we love to share with you and how that encourages you in your recovery whether it be from you know substance abuse drug addiction work addiction uh, even the traumas of your childhood uh, and potentially even the lifestyle of what you're living even now you know some of you are in um, traumatic experiences and I think we've all kind of had to go through some process with uh, trauma due to the COVID and also the elections. <laughs> oh my gosh, just 2020 uh, has been a year of unraveling um, trauma. So what is that like to find your relationship with nature, with the elementals? And how do you incorporate that into your practice? So we're going to go through the uh, five essential relationships and also, you know, potentially talk about how time and gravity is incorporated into that process as well. You know, there is the idea within many communities, earth-based communities of time being, you know, a personification. We can look at father time, you can look at the, the god Kronos, and you can see that throughout history, communities have looked at their relationship with time as a personification and a relationship 
is what we really are after. Gravity is relatively new, right? Uh, we haven't really had a relationship with gravity for um, a lot of time, but I do know that in my life, gravity shows up as an elemental. Um, so then we have the air, the water, the fire, the earth, and also spirit, you know, the etherical. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about how do you um, get into relationship with the earth? What is a practice that you can incorporate into your sovereignty, your emotional freedom with living in relationship to the earth? So one of the things that I love to do is I love to go out on a hike and find a mountain and maybe I'm feeling a little bit out of sorts and I'll introduce myself to the mountain. I'll just proclaim my sacred seven to that mountain space. And when I do that, there's a sensation of being present and also a sensation of the expanse of my consciousness. And that's one way that I incorporate the earth element into my life as a relationship and extension of myself. Would you like to share something? Yeah, I'd like to just add, um, step back like just a little bit to say, I feel like one of the most important things that we can do in changing patterns and behaviors, um, addiction, habits, patterns, behaviors, is to find something else. To you don't you don't uh, stop doing something without, in my experience, without giving yourself another path. So you replace the behavior, um, and then to your point, looking for what it is that it gave you right? Rather than what it is that the drug or the habit or the behavior took from you, what it is that it gave you and ways that you can incorporate new practices in that give that back to you, that give you that feeling. So for me, it gave me confidence using drugs. It gave me confidence. Uh, I tend to have social anxiety, get really nervous around new people. I moved a lot growing up several times a year, so I really didn't get comfortable with people because I wasn't very outgoing. So a lot of times that would leave me, you know, friendless. So one of the things that the, the drugs gave me and the alcohol gave me was my voice. Like I wasn't afraid, I wasn't inhibited. Um, and so looking for ways to, to find that in other, in other paths. For example, with the elements, with the breathing, that helps me a lot in social situations. If I walk in and I feel overwhelmed in a setting and really nervous and uncomfortable, literally just feeling the earth beneath me and taking a couple breaths and focusing my mind on something peaceful. And I get the same type of, after practice, I get the same type of feeling of, of comfort and um, feeling more outgoing than I used to when I would have a drink. So that's the, that's one habit or one habit that I've shifted into another habit that, that serves me better. That's very important. So the relationship with the drugs and alcohol now has transformed into a relationship with the earth and with the air. Yeah. And that's important because what Monica is really emphasizing here is the relational value of the substance that you're using in your life that has become uncomfortable or has become um, dysfunctional in the way that you're utilizing that relationship. So why not think about expanding into your relationship with the elements to fill that void that's present when you remove the behaviors that no longer serve you. So, you know, standing in front of the, the refrigerator, looking at the light, right, as it glows, that beautiful uh, glow, and, you know, thinking about food, replacing the loneliness. You know, what is it that you can do in your life 
to really bring you to a place in which you're, you know, having an opportunity to connect to the water. One of the practices that I do is I will take a cold shower. And let me tell you, if you want to be in relationship with the water, take a really cold shower, as cold as you can get it. Get in there and just feel the water. You know, you're going to feel that sensation instantly as soon as you put your head under there. That water is going to be present in your life. You know, it's going to be such an amazing relationship that it might take your breath away and you're going to have to connect to air. You're going to have to really feel into that moment, become present with the water. This is another way that I can switch my mood. You know, if I'm starting to feel depressed, if I'm starting to feel anxious in my life, you know, what are some habits that I can create to get me motivated, you know, to get me out there and begin to live life in a relational, abundant way? Because I know that's the plan that the Creator has for me. I know that the Creator has a plan for me to live a good life, to be free from financial insecurities, to be free from the insecurities of my health to be free from the insecurities of my relationship and to live and walk in beauty. And that's another practice that we can incorporate that is an elemental practice into our life, taking a shower with intention. You know, even if it's a, a warm shower, you know, what are you doing in that practice when you're connecting to the water? Are you giving thanks for the water? Are you saying, thank you water for cleansing my mind of these thoughts that no longer serve Washing me? off everything. Exactly. You know, when we go and we work in a psychiatric institution, we work in a memory care, skilled nursing, or even in a drug treatment facility. You know, I, we just recently did a smudge for a few men that were leaving our, our um, the workshop that we were facilitating at a Native American rehabilitation facility. And when I got home, you know, the smudge is a representation of the earth, the air, the water, the fire. All of it is present right there in that smudge. And I was utilizing that, and I can tell you I felt like, oh, some heaviness come forward. Real dense energy. And what did I do when I came home? First thing I did, wash myself, you know? Take that water. Thank you, water, for cleansing me. It's a really powerful thing to do. Like, no matter what's going on in my life, even if I feel nauseous, if I feel stressed, if I feel any kind of way that I don't want to feel, getting in the shower and washing it off. Mm-hmm. And throughout history, we can see that earth-based communities, right? Why was it that Jesus, when he came out of the water, the Holy Spirit fell on him? Why is it that in Islam, they wash their hands before they pray? You know, in the Ethiopian tradition, uh, you know, you before you come into a, a house, your feet, your hands are washed. You know, these things are a part of our communities since the very dawn of cultural identity. We've had a way of connecting to the air, the water, the fire, the earth, and utilizing that relationship to cleanse, to help us live abundantly, and to bring us back into that awesome alignment of what it means to be in optimal health. To feel new again. Yeah, to feel new, to feel refreshed, to have that place in, say, in which I say, oh, the old is washed away. You know, when we go into sweat lodge and the water comes in, there's a proclamation. The water of life is here. You know, it's like, hey, your grandma's here. Your relative is here. Watch what you say. You know, be aware. The water of life is present. You know, let's all like mind our P's and Q's here. You know, we're in the presence of holiness. You know, and guess what? Every single time that you're in that presence of holiness with the water, you have that opportunity to incorporate your own spiritual and ceremonial practices into your life. 
Another practice that we both have is drinking the water intentionally. Mm. Thinking a good thought, thinking it's going to go into all my cells and give me hydration. I'm going to feel good. I'm going to feel better. Thinking thoughts of love or peace or really, really grounding in. For me, I really ground into the earth. I feel my feet on the earth. Think about my connection to the earth and take a big drink of water and think a good thought about the water. Because water has memory. For sure. You know, holding that cup of water in your hands and saying love and gratitude, love and gratitude, love and beauty, love and beauty, and then drinking it down. You know, Dr. Masimoto, the images in water, these are practices that have been scientifically researched to show us that our cognitive connection, the way we think about the water changes the structure of the water. The water carries the energy that we're putting on it. So powerful. So spontaneous healing, right? You know, we've all witnessed or heard about somebody being prayed over and having them heal. What is it that's healing? What's What structures are changing in, in their life? What energy is changing? This is our connection to the elements. You know, the water structure inside of our blood, inside of our tissues is changing. When the individuals put their hands on you and they pray and they impart that cognitive energetic impartation to you. You know, this is also can be relevant in the way we look at the rivers, in the way we look at the ocean. Just from a, um, a pragmatic perspective, um, a very basic understanding without the energy of the water, Dr. Masimoto, what feels better? When you take a glass of water and say, I hate drinking water, it has no flavor, it's not good. Or when you take a drink of water and think about how it's nourishing your body. Mm. There it is again, the relationship with the water. And this is where, you know, we really come into that place of sovereignty. Your relationship and the way you view things in your life, that's your choice. That's totally your choice. You know, if you want to believe the conspiracy theories, if you want to believe all the distortion and the separation out there, believe me, there's somebody that will say yes to that. There's somebody that will say, yes, the, the earth is dying. The earth is, is crumbling. You know, all of these things. There are people that will say yes to you in that relationship. You know, and there's also people that are going to say, hey, look at the earth with beauty. She's transforming, yes. And she's also transforming in a way that serves her purpose. She is going to live out her beauty as best as she can, just like all of us. You know, when I go to a place and I look at the river and there's some trash or something like that, instinctually I think to myself, oh man, you know, it's it's dirty, right? I don't like that. I don't like what I see. But am I going to speak that to the water? Am I going to speak that to, to, to the earth? Or am I just going to do my best to clean up? You know, if your grandma came to dinner and she had a little bit of lipstick smeared on her face, would you look at her and say, grandma, you're so ugly. You know, how dare you do that? You know, that's disgusting. Look at you. You're filthy. But this is how we look at the earth. And guess what? We're the ones that smeared grandma's lipstick. It's your brothers, your sisters, your spiritual relatives that left that trash there. And yes, we could get angry, but who are we going to get angry at? Are we going to get angry at the earth? Are we going to tell the earth that she's ugly? Or are we going to say to ourselves, you know what? The people need to learn. The people are perishing here because they're not living in relationship. You know, would they go to their grandma's house and trash it up like that? I think not. Maybe they would. We don't know really, right? But what we do know is we could do our best to see the beauty in Mother Earth and to see the beauty in all of our relations and to also clean up if we can as well, you know, to make sure that we're living our best life, you know, and that's going to help us all live in abundant relationship 
with the air, the water, the fire, the earth, with gravity, with time, with spirit. You know, so I would like to thank you all for tuning in today and sharing a little bit with us about Grandfather North. This is our practice of the Sacred Seven. When we call in Grandfather North, we're reminded of our relationship to the elements. And the relationship we have to the elements, remember, is relational. It's not like perfect. You know, that's an illusion. Every relationship, mine and Monica's relationship, we have to work on it. We have to work on our relationship. We have to show up in our relationship in order for our relationship to be successful. How are you showing up in your relationship to the elements? How are you consciously connecting? Exactly. I feel like we could speak for an hour or two on our practices with the elements. Oh, easily. So, easily. We didn't even get to the fire. Yeah. I mean, there's just there's there's um, a tremendous amount of connecting that we consciously do on a daily basis with the elements. You know, for the solstice ceremony that we just participated in, Monica made this beautiful fireplace. You know, and what's a fireplace? It's not just, you know, brick and mortar and stone in your living room. A fireplace is anywhere you go to the fire. And she took uh, sun, uh, sun-dried sunflowers and she placed them all around the base of it. And she put roses and candles and all kinds of different herbs and oranges and just different things inside of this beautiful display of ceremony, of intention. You know, ceremony is intentional space that we create in our lives, that we incorporate our hearts, our minds, our earth connection. Conscious connection. Yeah. And as we sat with that fire, the beauty of that fire just illuminated. And even the pictures that were taken, there were pictures of orbs all around Monica. It was as if the elementals were showing themselves to her. For saying, hey, look at me. I'm blessing you right now. Look how you bless the fire. Look what I'll do for you. I'll bless you. And this is how we can be, continue to be in the earth-based knowledge system. I think the, they liked the sweets. Maybe. I put some candy in there. Yeah. My, my friend Amy said that if um, when you're doing that to offer something to the ancestors that they like sweets. So I went ahead and just put a little bit of candy in there just in case. And then the orbs. <laughs> Yeah, it's great. So these are ways that you can incorporate these spiritual practices into your, your own life. Hey, send some comments here. You know, let's hear how you're incorporating your elemental relationship into your life. I would love to hear your practices. Yeah. You know, if there's something that you have done this week, you know, take that water, hold the water, say I love you to it over and over again. Drink it down. Wash yourself in the water. Build a fire in your backyard in an intentional way. Use your smudge in an intentional way. What is your practice? Please leave us some comments. Let us know. We want to incorporate our offerings and our teachings into your life and vice versa. You know, we're building a community here with Sacred Seven and you're a perfect seven. You know, every single one of you joining us here are perfect sevens. You've made it, you know, and you're the one we've been waiting for. Thank you so much for joining us. And I hope you got something from this. Please share the message uh, on the podcast or on the YouTube channel or here on Facebook, wherever you'd like. You know, we want you to know that we're grateful for you being a part of this uh, awesome community. So I'll go ahead and put some cedar down here for us. Or uh, Actually, it's more than cedar this week. And we'll go ahead and bless us uh, out of the space. Is there anything else you'd like to share before we go? You're good? I mean, I could, like I said, I, know, I could, could share for a that. long time about my practices. Just, you know, watching the, the wind blow through the trees and breathing in the energy of that. And that 
really feeling like it gives me additional energy and a boost and watching the sunrise or the sunset or when we're on our paddle boards, I'll just sit on the paddle board and just watch the waves and the sun on the waves and meditate to that until I feel like I'm in a completely different space. I mean, I just have so many practices that I could share, but mm. you know, we're not here for four hours. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, so Father, Mother, Creator, Source, we thank you for this opportunity. We pray your blessing over the community and all those that have tuned in to hear this amazing um, podcast here, or this amazing message uh, of connecting to the elements. I thank you for Monica's insight, for our relationship, and for all the beauty that you show us in the air, the water, the fire, the earth, gravity, time, and the Spirit living in us, the Holy Spirit. And we pray that you would continue to bless us in that good way, continue to expand our relationships. Show us the path that we are on is a beautiful path. Release us from the insecurities and help us to live in the abundance of sovereignty. Beauty above, beauty below, beauty beside, beauty in front, beauty behind, beauty within. I am, we are, made beautiful again. Blessings to you, relatives. Thank you so much for tuning in today, and have a great one, and we'll see you back here soon. Thank you for joining us for this broadcast of The Sacred 7 Podcast. We want to connect with you further. Please go to thesacred7allspelledout.com to receive a free copy of the book, a link to get your audio book copy, and also ways to connect with us and partner with our outreach to those that are living incarcerated and help us make a difference in the community. The Sacred 7 is a community of people, so we really appreciate your feedback on future show ideas, guests, or any ways that we can better improve our content. Please reach out to us at thesacred7.com.